Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. My guest in today's episode is using a five-step email sequence that's generating 82% open rates, 42% click-through rates, and 73% reply rates. We'll discuss how he builds lists, the copy he uses for his email sequences, and how he leverages personalized landing pages to boost click-through and reply rates. We'll also learn about a tool you can use to build massive lists of local businesses. You'll want to stay tuned to the very end of this one. What if you knew exactly how to use cold email, LinkedIn, the phone, and other sales channels to get new meetings and customers for your B2B product or service? Morgan Williams is an enterprise sales rep that's obsessed with cold outreach. If you're sick and tired of fluff, theory, and general advice on how to sell to cold prospects from people who haven't sold anything in the past 20 years and instead want detailed, tactical, step-by-step instruction, this is the podcast for you. Each week, he'll interview salespeople, consultants, and entrepreneurs about actual outbound sales campaigns they've run with real numbers and results. Each conversation will be a deep dive into deconstructing a specific campaign's results, as well as the strategy behind it. You'll get the opportunity to peek behind the curtain and see what's actually working now in cold outreach. Welcome Welcome to to Outbound Outbound Metrics. Christian Duval is the founder of Literal, a sales and marketing automation agency. Eliminate manual recurring and tedious tasks that take time away from your sales and marketing teams and grow your business. Increase your sales, offer 24-7 support, and strengthen your brand image. Christian, are you ready to dive in? Yes. Thank you, Morgan. Awesome. Awesome. Happy to have you here. So how does your agency get results for its clients? Yeah. So um, the main answer for me is saying that uh, we have like a receipt. I don't think you can have results if you have only one ingredient of the receipt. So it's, it's a mix. In our case, we work very hard to build this thing, like to identify and find our contact to the writing, the content, and the tools, because the tools are really important too. But if you don't have the writing, don't have the content, you don't have the listing, like the list and the um, targeted list, you can't have any uh, good results. Awesome. So you're leveraging finding the correct contacts for your lead generation campaigns for your clients, leveraging the correct tools and writing content to get in front of those people. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. What would you say makes your agency unique? It's a little cheesy, but I think it's experience and the fact that I worked personally like 15 years in sales. So we compete against a lot of marketing, pure marketing agency agencies, but in fact, we are like a sales marketing agency. So I think our experience and the fact that we know our target, we know our customers help a lot to have success for us. Awesome. Do you have productized pricing or custom? I'm 100% productized. I'm a big, big fan of having like a price, a product. Yes, we also do some custom stuff, but mm-hmm. I try to have like 90% of my business in with product. I have this book. I don't know okay. If you see that's- my book. 
built to sell, creating yeah. a business that can thrive without you by, was it Jonathan Warlow? Yeah. If you don't do this, my answer is all in this book. How to run your business without being in your business and having the, the power to, yeah, it's very interesting. It's like a, a novel. It's not like a receipt. You have to do this. this. No, it's like, it's more like a novel. So it's like funny. So it's a good book and very fun and very quick to read. Yes. Has a good story. Good stories. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Who is your ideal customer? I mean, my ideal customer is, it's a large answer, but I mean, B2B companies, mm. I have customers in manufacturing and logistics and telecommunications, but when it's B2B for me, I would try to have a uh, good results. And I like when my target, my customers has like a lot of juice, a lot of fuel. So a lot mm -hmm. of possibilities in the world. For example, I'm French Canadian, <laughs> like mm -hmm. you, you can hear with my big accent, but <laughs> for example, I like when my Canadian customers want to go in the US market. To me, it's, it's very good because I know it's a huge market and mm -hmm. there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah. Okay, cool. So a lot of your customers are based in Canada looking to enter in the U.S. market? Yeah, in the past, uh, yes. I have a lot of customers in Canada. In the past, in the last years, I had some good customers in France because for the, the French language, so I target uh, French people in France and Europe. I also speak Spanish, so I did some campaign in Mexico and in Spain. Oh, so nice. yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. But mainly for now, mainly I consulted my efforts in, in Canada. Awesome. So the case study we're looking at today, and is this for, we're looking at a case study from your own business or from a client that you're running? Uh, yeah, I, I took uh, two uh, case study and I took uh, two customers. So this is uh, like a real case study. This is like fresh. This is not my best results. Mm -hmm. There's good results, but uh, this is for my customers. This is something more recent. More recent, yeah. It's uh, okay. like uh, one month ago, something like this. Yeah. Okay, cool. What industry is the client in? I would talk about the first one. It's like, uh, it's a manufacturer, like hand sanitizing and stuff for the COVID, uh, about uh, hand sanitizing and products to uh, disinfectant, I think we, know, we did, we, we say in English. So they are a Canadian manufacturer, but the target is it's huge. But the target at the same time, it's not so easy because as you know, a lot of people, a lot of business uh, try to find new opportunity with the COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So a lot of competition with hand sanitizing, but it's like I am hand sanitizing. I mean, they have uh, better products, it smells good and stuff like this, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Let's stick with this one and we'll go down and then we'll come back, loop back up for the other example, the other Perfect. client. We have an idea of the problem with they solve, you know, they offer hand sanitizer, disinfectant, anything else in there? Or is it just really that hand sanitizer? Uh, and Yeah. I mean, they have a lot of products. Uh, they have like a product for uh, air dressers, uh, like spa, stuff like this, but in that specific campaign, we will discuss about uh, specifically hand sanitizing and other disinfectant products around hand sanitizing. Okay. And this is all within the realm of like this for COVID specific stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. It was so not who, the goal because they manufacture uh, hand sanitizing before the COVID, but they, uh, okay. yes, uh, they try to push more because the situation is uh, good for us. Sure. For them. For, us, for, uh, them. <laughs> for sure. So who is their ideal customer? Who are they selling to? Who are you trying to get them in front of? I like that kind of customers for me because the target is it's huge. I mean, every business having like people working could be uh, interesting for them. We try like dentists 
hairdressers, all the clinics, you know, because it's a good uh, sure. the place to having these kind of products. And we also, something interesting with them is they can sell directly the products, but they can also make some uh, like white label sanitizing. Okay. Stuff. For example, I don't know, you are a big business and you want to give to your customer your uh, hand sanitizing with your own logos, own branding. Sure. You can hire them or you can also resell their products. So, uh, okay, cool. The, so different. The persona is very wild. Gotcha. Okay. For this campaign specifically, were you prospecting those just, it seems like essential businesses, really dentists, hairdressers, clinics. Is that who you were going after? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, buyers, like uh, every business buyers, I would try to find the buyers of big companies between like 50 and maybe 200 employees, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. So people in charge of procurement, buying different stuff for yeah, the business. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. We segment. So you, we separate every campaign like dentists, hairdresser, buyers, and to analyze the results and to having a better result. Because yes, I will show you some example, but to get results, we always uh, personalize our messages. So uh, better to, we, we cannot reach like uh, big business buyers and hairdresser and clinics and dentists in the same, same pool. You have to, to separate the campaigns. You segmented them to keep your messaging targeted on that one type of business exactly okay. and not in that uh maybe in the other uh, case that i will show you but i like to for example if we share some links into the the message mm -hmm. i like to ask the customer to create a specific landing pages for example if we target like the dentist i would bring it to have like uh, some a picture with the dentist or something like this to have more results okay so you're creating specific landing pages for each type of business Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Can we take a look at one of those too? Yeah. After the end sanitizing, because the end sanitizing, we did not do this. I mean, mm -hmm. we created a specific landing page, but it's very general. But for my other case studies, if you, oh, if right, you, right. you want to talk, I will show you some good examples. Yeah. Okay, cool. And um, what tools did you use to build that list and find those prospects? For uh, creating the list, we mainly use like uh, get prospect. I don't know if you know that okay. tool, like getprospect.io, snow, snow.io. We work some time with um, find that lead and we use sometimes some uh, like uh, Google extraction tools. The Google Maps extractor is not as good as like snow or get prospect because mm -hmm. you will not find like a, a specific person. You will, you will find like the, the general, like the info, the contact email address. Right. But you can have a, a big amount of uh, emails, so it's another sure. way, it's another channel to target, I think. Yeah. Uh, Google Maps Extractor, I haven't heard of that before. Is that a Chrome extension? No, it's not a Chrome extension. It's like old school software. <laughs> it appears okay. on your uh, computer and uh, it's very simple and easy. You have to put like uh, some, um, like the Google Map category, for example, uh, constructions, uh, mani uh, okay. I don't know, like uh, Windows uh, manufacturers, and it will find you like all email address linked to the Google Map. You have to clean it because you have a lot of bad emails and bounds. Sure. But ultimately, I worked a lot with that tool. For example, dentist is a really good tool for that kind of target. Dentist, hairdressers, because it's very specific. And as Local you know, businesses. Yeah, exactly. And and man. For example, dentists, I think I found like 20,000 emails. Wow. Like contact, because emails, maybe it's like 10,000. 
after cleaning and doing some cleaning with uh, Neverbound, so stuff like this, like other tools to clean your emails, but it's, it's a lot. And it's very impressive for the customer. The customer wow, that guy is professional and it helps us to have more contract because a lot of customers will judge us about the listing. Ah, how nice that list is, how clean yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the list for me is the fuel. It's the fuel you will put in your car. The, Gotta have clean data. Yeah, yeah, because if you don't have data, you have the good writing, you have the good tools, but if you don't have the data, you, you will not have any results. You got that right. Okay, awesome. Good tool. Everybody listening, Google Maps Extractor for local businesses. I think it's like 90, I don't know now, but it was like 90 or 99 bucks. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not cheap because you can have a lot of emails. Sure. Uh, and and awesome. also maybe to finish with that point, with that tools, another uh, use you can do with that tools is like you can also extract because I told you about 20,000 dentist email I found, but if you don't, because you can check with emails or without emails. And mm-hmm. if we check without email, maybe I will find like 30,000 listing, uh, like contact. So if you have like a telemarketing and you have some people doing some cold call, it's mm-hmm. very it's powerful because you can do a outreach or LinkedIn with that list, but we can also continue your work uh, calling, calling them. Yeah. Sure. You just have the, the company name and the information you can call. or Hi, You also like have the phone them. numbers. I mean, phone number. you just give it to your, your sales and you say, okay, you have the name and you have also the rating, like the rating of Google Map and all this, that stuff. So you can use it to do some creative stuff in your campaign. Cool. Awesome. So at a high level, your outreach process, how many touch points does it have and what are each of those touch points? We are talking about uh, email outreach, like uh, cold emailing. Yeah, well, for this campaign, the first one with the hand sanitizer. Yeah. Uh, what were you using for that? So I extract some data with uh, Snowvio, Get Prospect, and mm-hmm. other tools and that tool of Google Maps. Mm-hmm. I create some listing. I will separate my listing because I don't want to mix uh, those with first name. I mean, if I have listing with the full name, I will use it to personalize my email. So I will create campaign with first name because for me, when you have the first name is the best. I will mm-hmm. create another uh, listing without the first name if I don't have it. And after that, I will send it to my clients, to my customers to approve the listing. I never send anything before uh, approval. And after that, I will create four or five messages like with follow-up, automatic follow-up. Okay. And I will uh, buy a new domain name because I don't want to work with my customer about their own domain name. I, w- I sure. want security and, and to manage the campaign. And I will open a, a Gmail account, like a, a new professional Gmail account to manage. Like a G Suite. Uh, yeah, G Suite. I, I don't give the customer access. I mean, this is for us. And sure. I, I only manage, I do like lead management. We don't erase anything. We, we keep everything in folder, like leads, negative references. But we will forward the leads uh, directly to the our customers because we people stop who respond. We have yeah, exactly. And we stop when we have like a warm lead or like a prospect or something like this. Yeah, we don't do the, you... the, the last the last action to call them. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Is your domain name similar to theirs? Are you? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, very similar. I will always buy a, like my own campaigns for example my real email is cduval at litoral.co so i created uh, like a cduval at litoralagency.co 
or something gotcha. like this. Okay, and you'll use that one to send out messages on behalf of your client? Exactly. exactly. Okay. For my clients, I always do uh, white labeling. I will buy a domain for them and gotcha. I, will use, uh, I will use their name. I will show you in the next campaign, but my name is July. So I'm not Christian. I'm July and I'm someone working for my customers. I'm like, I'm gotcha. a real person. It's not me. So you have an avatar as your employee working for your customer, the domain name somewhat similar, but you're using that to send out cold email. Exactly. And I always try to get like a, a C or V level because we have more replies when, for example, uh, it's the, the owner of the company or is the sales director, sales marketing. So I will try to have like a, a high position to get more results. Gotcha. Gotcha. So people like to chat with the, the boss or something. Like sure. That. Sure. <laughs> uh, those four to five messages that you send, how far apart are those? And oh. what is the structure of those messages? Like what's oh. the copy in those? I'm doing Colimane for more than five years. Mainly I, I did it for me. It was for my own uh, prospections. So I did a lot of good thing, a lot of bad things, and I learned a lot. Now I like to do like, I rarely use more than five messages. I will um, extend the delays in between the emails. So for example, the, the first message, I will wait three or five days for the first follow-up. Mm -hmm. After that, I will wait another maybe one week to the, like the second or the, the third message. And after that, I will go 14 days, 30 days, and now I'm, I'm doing a lot of testing and I have good results with like three months, six months, one year. So why not? I mean, it's the same price. It's the same work. It's just to add two or three more follow-ups, but like very far in the time. To sure. have, maybe you will have like 1% of replies, but that 1% is 1%, you know? So it's good. Sure. And you don't remember you <laughs> did it. So I went, oh, good. I have a lead. So that, that's yeah, fine. absolutely. What's the copy in those messages like? I always with the title, this is my big tip for you in the titles, I will only, and I will always do the same. This is my secret, but it's very simple, but it works well. It's like, I will always put the name of the business I, I will target. And I will say, for example, literal, because I'm targeting literal and I will say, and William Morgan. So you have your business name and my business name in the title and that's it. People like when they see their company name in the title of the email. They feel like, oh, this is something for me. We try a lot yeah. of like stuff in Google templates, like, okay, how to get results with this. Now, when you put only this, you will have good results. Awesome. So that's the subject line. What does the copy look like for that? The copy will be like, I will always say like, I, uh, Mario. So I will, when I have the first name, I will also always speak to them with the first name. I'm mm -hmm. like... I'm cool. I'm not, I'm friendly. I'm not like a sir. Look, so mm. I'm Mario. Always like a, a quick sentence about the context. So I found your business on uh, the web. Uh, I found you in, you know, something just to say, Hey, I, I found you. You don't know me, but uh, <laughs> I found you email somewhere. Mm -hmm. After that, I will do like one sentence or two maximum because the, the problem of people doing this right now, they, they like, they write like novel, they write the story. We don't want a big, big email. It's very short and sweet. So we are a business doing this, but we are not salesy. I'm not mm -hmm. talking about prices, about we are the best, about we are the, the king of the world. No, just like we are a business. In that case, we are hand sanitizer manufacturer based in Canada. Mm -hmm. We help a business to blah, 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 blah. That's it. Sure. 
You're just giving them just uh, yeah. a quick statement about who you are, what you do, who you are. Exactly. Help. I want them to know that we manufacture hand sanitizers and we don't sell shoes, but that's it. I know people will say, oh, there is a fit or not. No? And the last sentence, like my other tip for you, it's like, I will always I only ask them to help me telling me who is in charge of this in their company. Love it. Hi, Jessica. Yeah. Uh, can you help me and tell me who is in charge of hand sanitizing, of buying, blah, 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 at... I will put the name of the company to have like the personalized feeling with them. And that's it. So, and not like the sentence, like, uh, if you need anything, just call me because people will not call you. you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you need hand sanitizer, just call me. No, they will not call you because they probably don't need hand sanitizing because a lot of company are trying to sell them hand sanitizer. So. Sure. So the first uh, message, super quick, couple lines, you're giving a quick statement, just giving them that information and asking them where to go. What did the other emails look like there? Yeah. The second email, so the message number two, after like three or four or five days, for example, is the simplest and the shortest emails of the sequence. Because one of the mistakes a lot of people are doing is when they do like a automation where you use mm -hmm. like uh, they will like repeat again all the message sometimes the second message will be larger can i say in english larger like yeah bigger. longer longer, longer larger yeah. Message. Yeah, yeah yeah longer true, yeah. for the first one and people are ah that guy is using automation tools and i only like do like a friendly hi paul did you have time to read my first message if you need anything just tell me or can you confirm you received my first message something like this but I will not like repeat like what we do and who I am. And because I know that they, they received the first one. So, and it's funny because a lot of people will reply like, sorry, uh, I never received your first uh, emails or. Uh, sure. We know that's not true because we see like the open rates and everything. And we see like, but they're like, it's like an yeah. excuse. And that's good because we have a reply. So that's what we want. Absolutely. And in the other th three or so. There, and in the first message, I'm just doing a, like a back and forth. In the first message, I will add maybe one link or two links maximum. Because when mm -hmm. you have a lot of link, you don't like it. No? In the second email, I will never put link. And the third message, I will like, I can put some links. So I am Mario. Mm -hmm. That's me again. And don't be shy and don't be, I mean, there's someone replying to your emails a lot of people are just thinking about hey, yes the email yes but someone is reading your email so right. you can use you can be original you can be kind of funny not too much dependent industry but i would try to say hey sorry you know that i'm a sales guy so uh i do my work so i just doing another follow-up to know if you and i will repeat like my call to action my cta like can you help me to identify who is in charge of the buying in your companies Mm -hmm. to ask them again gotcha. and in the last message or oh, in the last like the same month like uh, in, in 14 or 30 days I will do a, a, like the fourth messages and that message I will like it will be a, a little bit longer it's like hey Mario this is probably my last email uh, I would like to take a last chance with you to know uh, if you can can help me blah, blah, blah. here the link with this uh, i really think it's a we can i really think uh, there's a fit between us you know i will be a, a little more like i try to convince them to have a, a reply mm -hmm. the other follow-ups like 
for in three months and six months and stuff like this, I will just be like a little funny, like saying them like, hey, I wrote you an email like six months ago. I had no answer. So I tried to reach you again and, mm -hmm. you know, and happy Christmas and you know, stuff like this to yeah. try to have a, a reply. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool, cool. So just kind of calling back to that first, those first yeah. couple messages for them to like open up. Do, do you want me to share my screen? Because I have like uh, an example if you want. Absolutely. Yeah, you can pull that open and I will um, just talk through it for the podcast listeners who don't have that visual. And then, yeah, if we can look at the results from that campaign too, yeah. uh, before getting into the next example, that'd be great. I will show you this. This is that one. This is that one, for example. Can you see okay. my screen? Limlist. Yep. I see Limlist, Limlist here. Yeah. Awesome. So Limlist is one of my favorite tools for uh, code email uh, for our sure. because they have this option over there, like email warm up. Since they have I this, I think they, yeah. they have the best for now. Uh, I mean, they work a lot on the tool. So I will take that one because my reply rate is good. But sure. So this is 344 yeah. emails. Sent uh, this is contact. So because yeah, contact. you have more emails. It's about more than the double of, of emails. So this is the contact on my listing. This is the opening rate. 82% open rate. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. With the title I gave you uh, before. So very simple. No? Really good click too. In that what case. What links are you putting in the emails? Yeah, I put um uh, yeah, it's in French. Sorry. I will show you something in English. It will be better for you. That's all right. Uh, Canada here. Okay. In English. Yeah. So, you know, hope you are blah, blah, blah. The pitch, you know, the very, very easy pitch. Mm -hmm. We also provide white label. I try to put some bold on that with on that, yeah. uh, on that sentence. This is the link. Okay. And I'll, I will always put the first name over there the company over there and my tip for the, the title. So the, this is for the podcast audience, their company name and Alaska Elements. Hi, first thing, I hope you're doing well under the current circumstances. I'm the sales director at Alaska, uh, a North American manufacturer of disinfectant products and hand sanitizer. Our products are FDA certified and are made from USP grade ethyl alcohols from North American corn, no unpleasant smell and safer for health. We also provide a white label solution for the company that will like to get a disinfectant and or hand sanitizer personalized with its own brand or logo. Here is a link to our webpage. Can you help and direct me to the right person in charge of this at company name? Thank you very much for your time. Awesome. Exactly. And we, uh, if I click on it, maybe now I can, uh, yeah. But sure. uh, I, we have created that landing page only for that campaign. So I know I can track with uh, Google ah. Analytics. Uh, more yeah. results. Yeah, yeah. And also, it's another topic maybe, but also try to connect everything is created in, uh, with, in that case, Pipedrive with the CRM. Because if you're doing email outreach for you or for your customer, I will always try to get a CRM that I can manage to... Because, you know, when you have a lead, the problem when you do outreach, when you have a lead, you give the lead to your customers and you hope that your customer will do a good job with them, follow up, and they will talk to them, they will call them, they will be with them, but, but you will lose the trace of, of your leads, no? And this is bad because a lot of companies will judge your work on the results, but your results was giving them leads, so you did your jobs. But if they have like bad salespeople or the people not doing their jobs, it will affect the judgment or your work. But if you add it to a CRM, 
And mm-hmm. when I have like a, I have a mailbox and I will always create a task with the lead. For example, if I have, the, I have like the Google Chrome extension with a pipe drive, I will connect it to my G Suite account. When I have a lead, I will connect it to PipeDrive. I will mm-hmm. create a task. I will say like, call this, this lead, do something with, with that lead. And mm-hmm. I will also forward the email to my customers. So I double check or I have a double system to make sure that they will do something with the lead. And after the campaign, I can go in into the, the CRM and say, hey, I bring you like 1,000 leads. What did you do with that lead? You know? right. So another tip, I have to have more results. You're keeping track of those. And this, uh, can you scroll up the landing page real quick? Yeah. I just want to, uh, um, yeah, sorry. People yeah. listening, I just want to yeah. call it yeah. what it is, uh, or just up to the top. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's like just an e com site. It's got the name of the brand, Alaska mm-hmm. here. It, it's got nice, bright, clean product photos, a little blurb about the product. And then if you scroll down, you'll just see, yeah different products there, hand sanitizer gel. A few bullet points about it, see the product, a hand sanitizer spray. It gives someone who's before they respond to him context on, you know, what exactly he has. And I feel like a lot of times with outreach, it's good for people to click something and get an idea of like what you're talking about or what you have to offer. So, um, and and you know what, like the reach out to us, for example, mm -hmm. if they feel this, I will personally receive the email. Awesome. Oh, that's great. Because you're you're I will, I will really show you. plugging I just, up. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I cannot, but yeah, it's like the false email, like the, the email I have created for the campaign. Like, uh, mm-hmm. the, so this is that one. So I will personally receive this because when you do white label with your customer, you have to take care and tell them to call you or to send you an email if, because sometimes the contact you will reach will contact directly your customers and the automatic sequence will not stop because they don't reply to right. your, you know? So yeah, right. it's, it's a way to me to have control of it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I know we're running up towards the end of our time here. Let's take a quick look at the results from this campaign. If you yeah. want to go to those limb lists and then I'll, I can read so them out to the podcast. The main, audience. for example, if I go on that one, I will take my, Maybe the other one, because I want to show you this one. Every day I, I repeat to me and to my customers that you have to do follow-up. Even if you don't use like automation, do follow-up and don't think follow-up doesn't work. In that case, you can see in the, in the first message, we had 49 replies. So 32% of replies. In the second message, in the first follow-up, we had 66 replies. So we had more replies in the second message than in the first message. Sure, 57%, 32% reply to the first message, 57% exactly. to the second. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, on the third one, 43% off. I mean, it's 43% based on the open rate on the contact. But I mean, sure. it's, it's 22 it's people responding. No, it's, that's sure. good. And in the last one, the fourth one, 10. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, 24% on the last one. And then if you go up to the top real quick, I just want to... Yeah. 344 contacts in this campaign, 82% open rate, 42% clicked on his emails. Uh, 73% reply rate. Wow. Um, yeah, outstanding. So yeah. those are great. And the, the bounce rate is very bad because I was kind of, I don't know, I was like lazy or I was too confident about my process. So I did not uh, clean them in the like uh, never bounce or stuff like yeah. that. So I That's just, okay. Like, you yeah. had 29% high on the first one, which is high. But after that you had 0%. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Email stuff. You know, it happens. Did you know how much business your client got off of this campaign? I know I mean, it was pretty recent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's hard to say right now because, and you know what? I never, during my first third, fourth, four years, I was uh, selling like meeting. I was selling uh, phone call. Uh, mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm selling like opportunities because it's always depend of the sales cycling. I don't know in English, but it's, it's depend of the, uh, I mean, some industry is like a quick sales and some industries like, can took like uh, two years to sell your products, you know? So sure. but if you put the information in your CRM and with follow-up, I guarantee you will sales and maybe more than like a quick sale, no? So in that case, I know that they sold like uh, thousands of dollars of products right now, but mm-hmm. I also know that they are recurring because for example, someone having business with them and if they like the products, they will order again and again and again. So that number will be maybe 10 times of the- Right, with that repeat right business. Yeah, 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 yeah. All but, right. Uh, it's always hard to say, and it's why when my customers are talking to me about like how much sales they did with my campaign, I don't really like this. And yeah, yeah, I know that you did sales. It's good to know because we want to having sales, but it's more than sales. It's like opportunity, talk, information, someone you have some information about your competition. You have a lot of stuff doing campaigns. No? Awesome. Awesome. Christian, uh, it was great chatting with you today. Literal.co. Literal.co. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for coming on and sharing this with us. I I really like this campaign and your approach and your results obviously speak for themselves. Thank you. Thank you to you, man. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. I really like how Christian uses the right tools to build a clean contact list. Doing this will make things easier once you've launched your campaign. Also, he's leveraging a CRM to keep track of his leads, which I couldn't agree with more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend. Thanks for listening.